What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. My, my, has it been a fantastic past couple days, a fantastic past week. I think I'll start first off with the Zoe Quinn allegations, which if you have not heard about, Zoe Quinn yet again decided to start Gamergate Phase 2, and she accused one of her friends, co-workers, sexual partners of assaulting her. Now, remember who Zoe Quinn is. For those of you who do not remember Gamergate or do not remember her role in Gamergate, Zoe Quinn, who uh, was not very nice to her boyfriend at the time, and he has he had plenty of text to prove it, went and slept with one of the editors or one of the people who are high up in Kotaku to get promotion for her game called Depression Quest, which was a flaming shit, in my opinion, because, well, I played it. It's not really a game at all. It's just like a visual novel that's not even that interesting or great. So Zoe Quinn, who has a very, very questionable character, goes to the UN to talk about fake sexual assault things, has accused somebody else of sexual assault, and this guy, whether he did it or not, again, I don't see Zoe Quinn as a very credible source, so I tend to believe he's innocent, though he could be guilty. But whether he did it or not, he recently killed himself. And Zoe Quinn, in, I guess, a, a retaliation of that, deleted her entire Twitter account where she first made the accusation. And these allegations have come at a very convenient time when porn star, suicide girl Zoe Quinn, who has... Uh, lied about sexual assault before, who has used the gaming media to promote her product, which sucked, who basically stole a bunch of money on Kickstarter and, and for a game that she has not yet delivered, much like Anita Sarkeesian did with Kickstarter and her Feminist Frequency series, which I imagine she only completed after she was heavily criticized for not completing it, for getting a massive amount of money to do something that essentially probably could have cost in very high quality, $5,000. But conveniently, after doing all these terrible things, Zoe Quinn has been going broke, which is why I imagine instead of reporting this sexual assault to the police and to the authorities and to the people who can actually help, she reported it on Twitter to make this guy lose his entire career, which he did, and then he proceeded to kill himself. And the backlash against her has ensued, because I believe that very few people think that Zoe's accusations are actually genuine. 
And before I talk about the whole Funimation fiasco, which is what this video is primarily about, I just wanted to say that when people do terrible things, when they kill people, when they commit to false rape allegations, they do those things for a reason. There's always a past history that explains their present behavior. Though I think a big part of the left and a big message of the left is that these things just happen in a vacuum because they want you to, to believe that anybody could become a murderer. Anybody could become a suicidal uh, crazy person. Anybody could do all these terrible things and there's no cause and effect. There's just the thing that happened. All of us could do it. And they saw that as a convenient message because, you know, when they want to do things like take away guns, they're saying because there's no cause for why this person did a school shooting, it could be any gun owner that could be capable of doing this. That's not the case. And life is like a giant chemistry equation. If you're going to make water, you're going to have to have a certain amount of hydrogen and a certain amount of oxygen to make the equation work. If you don't have those components, you don't get water. You either get nothing or you get something else entirely. So when people do these terrible things, like accuse somebody of false rape or anything else, they tend to have a past history that leads them to be the type of person that could do something like that. And I hope to those of you listening, that brings a little smile to your face because anytime you see that someone is capable of ruining someone's career over a false accusation, it tends to be the case, if not almost a guarantee, that that person has done a lot of other terrible things that led them to be able to do that. So all you have to do is spend some time digging and you will find all the skeletons that are in the closet. And certainly, the longer this whole case with Vic Mignotta, Funimation, Monica Real, and uh, Ron Toy goes on, the more skeletons, the more juicy skeletons get revealed. Which brings us to the Funimation leaks and our first victim, Sean Schimmel. Now, if you have not heard of this, and by the way, Sean Schimmel is the voice of Goku in Dragon Ball, but if you have not heard of this, you have probably been living under a rock or you don't watch anime. But a few days ago... Funimation had these leaks of voice actors doing outtakes, and to say the least, these outtakes were quite interesting. I'm not going to play all of them because it's like seven minutes, but I will play the very, very short clip of two outtakes that everybody cares about. This is Sean Schimmel, the voice of Goku, doing outtakes for Funimation. I do have one more request. It has to do with our training regime. Will you guys suck me off until I come all over your faces? <laughs> hey, look at those faggot-ass clothes. Faggot, faggot, fag, fucking fag. My son's a fag. Now, I know I just said this two videos ago, but I think it bears a little repeating. Because I mentioned this with Pro Jared, who got accused of being a pedophile for sending nude pictures of himself to 16-year-olds. Turns out, they were lying. He did not send any nude pictures to people who were 16 or underage knowingly, but he did send nude pictures of himself to fans. Now, when you have a following as big as Pro Jared and you have people who are fans of you, it is extremely likely that some of those fans will be crazy. If you are sending naked pictures of yourself to fans, you are basically asking for this behavior to happen. Now, I don't know what compelled Sean Schimmel to say the F word. I'm not going to say it because we can't say words anymore on YouTube. We are not in the golden age of the internet anymore where you could say anything you wanted. That time is now past. We have gone right back to speech controls like we had on TV, which was the draw to the internet, is that people talked like normal people when you watched them on YouTube. Now that's completely gone thanks to YouTube. 
And so we call it the F word. Well, I guess unless you're gay, those are the rules. Doesn't make any moral sense, but that's what the rules are. Despite that, I have no idea why Sean Schimmel would say the F word at work multiple times while being recorded with evidence that could easily be used against him. What an idiot. This is an especially great skeleton because Funimation made their opinion on the LGBT community very, very clear during Pride Month, and they're very much in support of it. I can imagine the LGBT movement would not be very happy with Sean Schimmel using the F word. Unless, of course, they like to do their nice nice double standards. They're going to give Sean Schimmel a nice double standard like they do with everything else. It's only wrong if you do it. It's not wrong if we do it. You know, the king, in this case, is above the law. I guess the only way that Sean Schimmel could morally, morally save his career and still follow the laws of the of clown world is just to come out as gay. That seems to be, to me, the smartest thing to do in this situation. Are they going to do that? I hope not. Because I want this to unfold as it should unfold. Because if it unfolds with a loss of his career, if he, if he unfolds into the leftist mob that usually is accompanied when you use the F word and you are not gay, then it will bring credibility questions to other people who are on the left. And the more of those we have, which is what this whole thing has done, this whole thing along with the Kavanaugh hearing has brought extreme credibility issues with people who make accusations. How will we bring it to the people who are trying to control speech as well? I think this Sean Schimmel thing could very well have positive outcomes for everybody in terms of free speech. Because when Sean Schimmel said the F word, he gave us verifiable evidence that people who believe all the leftist ideology and all this crap use the words that they say we are not allowed to use. Which brings me to my best example of the origin of these terrible people. If someone can accuse somebody of committing a crime they did not commit, it tends to be the case that person has done a lot of other foul things. And Ron Toy is our best example of this, of someone who claims to be an innocent victim, but is actually has quite, quite the hazy past. Because I thought, by watching his depositions, Ron Toy, who could not recall or could not verify several hundred tweets that he made when he was asked about them in deposition, was just a complete cuck. Number three, page three. Yes, sir. Did you post the tweet on this page? Looks like I did. Didn't ask if it looked like you did. Do you remember (laughs) if you... I do not remember. Okay. Okay. This is so tragic, a man with Twitter Alzheimer's at this advanced stage. But when you go to 322, that's all cut off. Well, is it possible to access Twitter from various, from different devices? I don't know. Do you access Twitter through a phone? Sometimes. Do you access Twitter through a computer? Possibly. Are phones and computers different devices? Yes. Do phone, does your phone and your computer look identical on the screen when you access Twitter? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Come on now. I'm not sure. <laughs> Come on now. Now, you might think when you look at this guy that there's no way he can be an abuser. He looks too much like a beta. He looks too much like a soy boy. He looks too much like a nice guy. Well, let me uh, 
fill you in on some lyrics of a very good song, Nine Inch Nails, called Capital G. My favorite lyric of that song is, Don't tell me how power can corrupt a person. You haven't had enough to know what it's like. There are plenty of beta cucks that look like Ron Toy that claim to be the nicest people. He claims to be a protector of women, a sheepdog of women, someone who's there to help the needy and help the weak. But as we find out, when he is not on the chopping block, when he is the one in power, much like all the other people who claim to be nice people, who claim to be good people, but are only good because they are afraid. Because when they get power, they become completely abusive. This is like the Antifa people. Antifa people are full of nice guys. They're full of protectors of women. They're full of woke male feminists who just want good in the world. But look what happens when they obtain power. When they are in the beneficial situation, when nobody's looking, they sucker punch you. They throw crap in your face. They uh, hit you with bike locks. And of course, this is all because they got you by surprise. Because anytime Antifa is met with fair opposition, they have a very consistent habit of losing very easily. And so when Ron Toy, the nice guy, the sheepdog, the protector of women, is in a position of power over women. Now, he, I believe he is actually fairly financially successful, despite the fact that Monica Real probably has zero money to her name. I believe Ron Toy has quite a bit of money, certainly enough money to be a donor to a convention that he tried to get Vic kicked from. Oh, and also, let me just backtrack this for a couple seconds, because despite the fact that I've been following this case the entire time since it happened, I haven't really talked about it that much on this channel. Uh, but for those of you who are, are not in the know, Vic Mignogna is a voice actor for a lot of different shows. He was recently in a movie called Dragon Ball Broly, which did quite well. Now, after this movie had quite a bit of success, a lot of his uh, colleagues and people in the anime industry decide to accuse him falsely of committing sexual assault against fans and against minors. They have no evidence of this. In fact, all of his interactions with fans are in public. And so if the things that he did, that they're claiming he did, were sexual assault, it's really weird that hundreds of fans in a very public place had zero problem watching him commit sexual assault on minors. Uh, Monica Real, one of the defendants in this case, because uh, Vic Mignogna has a defamation, defamation case going against Monica Real, Ron Toy, and Jamie Markey. Uh, Markey. Uh, Monica Real said that Vic assaulted her a bunch of years ago, and she never talked about it because she was too afraid. She said there was one witness to the event, that witness, in an affidavit, which means he swore he, he swore to tell the truth, uh, under penalty of perjury, in an affidavit, the witness said it didn't happen. So the allegations saying that Vic assaulted his fans turned out to be false, and the allegations that Monica Real levied against Vic have so far turned out to be false. But we have one of our key defendants here, Ron Toy, accusing Vic of foul play, accusing Vic of being a pedophile, and it turns out that Ron Toy is not that great of a person himself. It turns out, after some hero did some digging in public documents, that Ron Toy has been violent with his previous significant others. He's been married twice. Monica Real would be his third marriage if they actually get married. But his two previous partners have accused him of being violent, and the court has found Ron Toy of being violent. We have our little court document that says, 
the court finds that family violence has occurred and the family violence is likely to occur in the future. The court finds that the respondent, Ronald J. Toy III, has committed family violence. The court finds that the following protective orders are for the safety and the welfare and in the best interest of applicant and other members of the family and are necessary for the prevention of family violence. It is ordered that respondent, Ronald J. Toy III, is 1. Prohibited from committing family violence through physically, which is probably typo, physically acts or by threat as defined in Section 71.004 of the Texas Family Code. 2. Prohibited from communicating directly with any members of redacted household in a threatening or harassing manner. 3. Prohibited from communicating a threat through any person to members of redacted household. Uh, I guess 4 has been taken off. 5. Prohibited from engaging in conduct directly, specifically toward, including following redacted, or any member of her household that is reasonably likely to harass, annoy, alarm, abuse, torment, or embarrass redacted, or any member of her household. 6. Prohibited from going to or near the residence or place of employment or business of members of redacted household. Respondent is specifically prohibited from going near the residence located at redacted or applicant's place of business, or redacted, daycare, or school should she be enrolled in one. Respondent is required to maintain minimum distance of a 1,000 feet, aforementioned locations there, therefrom. Wow. Cannot go to a daycare. Cannot go to a school. Sounds like the exact restrictions you put on a pedophile. Now, he is not guilty of pedophilia, but he sure has some similar circumstances. So it seems that the mentality of Ron Toy accusing Vic of being a pedophile has an origin. 7. Prohibited from going to or near the residence, child care facility, or school of redacted normally attends or in which redacted normally resides. Wow. I'm guessing this, this redacted person is a child, so can't be around wife, can't be around child, huh. Sounds like a predator to me. It's really strange. So this is a signed court document. So it's pretty likely to be true. Now, this is just a part of the document. If you want to see the full document, I will link a a timestamp video where Nick Ricada goes over the whole nine pages. But let's say this signed court document is false. If it is false and Ron Toy is completely innocent, then he is knowingly accusing Vic of a crime that he did not commit. Just like Ron Toy was accused and, I guess, convicted of a crime that he did not commit. So in this situation, we have a guy who is either a danger to women and children, or he has been falsely accused, and he is falsely accusing somebody else of committing a crime that he did not commit. Either way, we've got someone who is highly immoral. Do you see where these people come from? And I assure you, all the people that you see in the media who do terrible things, like I think Steven Crowder has a really good example with his his show Crowder Confronts, where he talks to people who have, who have said, let's light Stephen Crowder on fire. Let's go to his event and, and throw a milkshake at him. Let's, let's violently assault him because we don't like his ideas. He has gone over their past history, and the one he, he went over recently, I'll link that one in the description, was a, was a felon. When it's met with producer milkshakes to the face, however, sometimes we have to pivot. Meet a He's a member of Antifa who has a storied history of violence. 
He was arrested for assaulting police officers at an Antifa rally and threw tomatoes at President Trump, though it should come as no surprise that he missed by a mile. You play ball like a girl! Now, during a recent change my mind at Google headquarters in Austin, Al took to Facebook posting our location publicly and calling for others to milkshake me. Why don't we just sit and talk about it and maybe we can find some kind of a common ground. And I know, I mean, I know you have a long history of felonies and violent assault on police officers, and so you've been seen sort of as a folk hero. Or Nathan Phillips, our hero Native American, our war veteran, who went up to a innocent 16-year-old who, who was wearing a Trump hat and violently banged a drum in his face. This guy doesn't have that great of a past either. None of these people do. So when it comes out that Sean Schimmel says the F word in a very, very LGBT woke company, in a recording, or when it comes out that Ron Toy is a, I guess, a wife beater, it doesn't surprise me. And I have one more thing to say about this woke left-leaning company, Funimation. Apparently, Chuck, I believe his name, last name is pronounced Huber, Chuck Huber came out with an affidavit, which means that if he's lying, he is under penalty of perjury, came out with an affidavit saying that they did not like that Vic Mignogna was a Trump supporter. So, could it be that a part of the reason Vic got his career canceled was because he was in support of Donald Trump? So end this on a philosophical note and talk about something that hopefully will be useful to you. Because in my life, when I look at people who are around me on a personal level, I'm always looking for things that show their character. Is this person a good person? Is this person a bad person? Like if I have a friend and I'm really in need, I really need this person's help and I need it right now. And getting this person's help is really inconvenient to the person I'm asking for help, and they still help me, that's a good friend. That's a friend that you want to keep around, and you should reciprocate that by doing something like that for them. And maybe you pay it forward first. Or, on the opposite side, I look for things that people that do that are bad. Like when I watch things like the Wendy Williams show, and I see that when Wendy Williams says, clap if you agree that this woman should lie to her husband and tell her, and not take her birth control so that she has another kid. She should commit pregnancy fraud because she wants a second kid. Clap if you agree. And 80% of the audience claps. So in that case, 80% of that audience is okay with fraud. And these are people that I would not be want to be around. Because they're okay with fraud, like I said at the beginning of the video, that's indicative that they would be okay with other things that are terrible. And they've probably been okay with things that are pretty bad in the past. Much like if Ron Toy is is okay with falsely accusing a guy of rape, he's probably done some pretty terrible things in his past that would lead him to that accusation. If Elizabeth Warren is okay about lying about being a Cherokee so that she can get benefits in a very high-paying job based on being a minority class, what's she going to be okay with as a president? Or, more personally, I think everybody's known at least one person like this in their life. You know, that one person, like you're in a group of three people, one of the people leaves, and that person says something bad about the person that just left. And they do that with everybody. If I'm in a situation like that, or when I've been in a situation like that in the past, I always ask, if you talk shit about everybody, what do you say when I'm gone? If you're capable of doing all these things to these other people, what are you capable of doing when I'm not around? If a woman is capable of levying a false domestic violence claim against her ex-husband, so that she can get the kids, and she's capable of, of getting child support, 
and she's capable of getting alimony so that she can live a new lifestyle that she was accustomed to, then what is she going to be capable of doing to those kids when they do something that she doesn't like? Her husband did things that she didn't like. What about when those innocent kids do things that she doesn't like? So think about that when somebody in your life has wronged you. Reverse it too. Think about it when someone has done something right to you. If someone is capable of amazing good things, they're probably capable of other amazing good things, and you should be around them. If someone is capable of terrible things, they are probably capable of more terrible things, and you should take them out of your life. And that's enough for this video. If you liked it, please hit the like button. Subscribe if you're new. Comment and share. My BitChute link is in the description. If you have not subscribed to me there, please do that. If you'd like to support the channel, then you can do so by donating through either PayPal or Subscribestar. Both those links are in the description. And a huge thanks to the people who have already donated. It really helps, and I really appreciate it. Otherwise, I will see you in the next video. Thanks for watching.